0: Hey guys, good evening and thanks a lot for listening to another episode of Released a Um We're here to talk about how week 21 went, what's coming up on week 22, um, kind of going around the horn, and we have a special guest who's got her own unique perspective of things that kind of mirrors a lot of our issues that we kind of had in a way coming up. So um, tonight joining us, we have Lonnie. How you doing, Lonnie? I'm doing great, Jeff. How are you? Doing great. We got Jody joining us. How's Jody in Cincinnati?
1: I am hot off the plane from Austin, Texas, and I'm doing great.
0: Sounds good. We got Mean me
2: Gene. How's Gene doing? Living the dream, baby. Living the dream. You know it.
1: Eating your praline. And
3: our
2: special
0: guest this week, we have Marlesa. How's Marlesa?
3: I'm doing great. It's nice and chilly here in, in New York City, but it's been sunny. So it's been a pretty fun weekend, just ready for Thanksgiving.
2: Sounds good. New York City. <laughs> New York
0: City.
3: Big apple.
0: Is Big that apple. a paste picante sauce commercial? <laughs> exactly. Is that what that was? Exactly.
3: Mm-hmm. It was very good.
0: Um, Love it. All right. So Jody, what was on our tap for last week for us Adobe people? What did we have?
1: We had the two um, regular uh, maintenance runs, as I've termed them. I guess that's what they call them. Um, the forty-five minutes, and then we had a seven-mile with the magic mile. So that it was it was not a bad week for week twenty-one. That's all that we had. So how'd that go for everybody, Lonnie? How'd that go for you?
4: Well, you know, it didn't go too too well for me. I did um, I did the two forty five minute runs. I had to run off to New Orleans for a bit for a few days. Um, so just and then I'm going back next week. So I I did made my mind up that I was going to alter the training plan uh, and do my long runs like my you know Monday and Tuesday or tomorrow and Tuesday. So I didn't worry about the seven miles, but I got the two forty fives in.
0: Good. Jody, before you took off to your trip to Austin, did you get your runs in? Everything going good for you?
1: Uh, Yeah. So it was a little bit weird this week because I'm I'm normally a Monday, Wednesday, Saturday runner, but because of the timing of my trip, I um, ran my 45s on Monday and Wednesday. I went to Orange Theory on Tuesday and I did my seven on Thursday. So I found all of a sudden I was like, oh, I actually ran four days in a row because you run at Orange Theory too. So um, yeah, they were, they were (laughs) fine. It was, it, The temperature has dropped dramatically, so it's quite cold. Um, So that, but I like the cold, so that that was good. So it wasn't wasn't too bad. So we'll see on tomorrow after not running since Thursday how I feel.
2: The cold (laughs) never bothered me anyway. Oh, you mean
1: Gene? That's a Disney song. Do you know that?
2: I've, I've I heard it before once
0: how'd your week deal, Gene? jean i know you're kind of on the mend and getting back into the swing of things a little bit so what do you got going on? i'm back
2: day? baby i'm back <laughs> no well not really but um but i'm getting back so um after it's been two months since a long run and uh, dealing with some stuff many of us here um are dealing with stuff just just you know not exactly the same as you but some stuff and um it's been a whole month since i've done anything and um I uh, I went five miles. I walked five miles on Monday. I walked five miles on Wednesday. Felt great. Walked uh, four on Friday and then eight yesterday. And I feel like a million bucks. I mean, 24 miles, 22 miles. Is that right? 20, uh, it's public school math, you know, 22 carry, miles. Carry, one. Carry, carry the one, on. yeah. Uh, felt really good. So I, I, I didn't run much. I ran a little tiny bit just here and there. I just, just a few steps, just kind of get my legs under me. Uh, but I felt great and uh, I'm looking forward to continuing on and getting as much mileage, getting as much time on my feet in the next, you know, weeks, um, you know, while building in some recovery and all that in, in the next few weeks. Uh, but it felt good to be, to be back, so to speak.
0: Good. So I know for my, I got my two 45s in, um, Thursday, it took a lot for me to get out. I was trying to talk myself out of it because it was cold and snowy and Mm snow-covered ground. But I went out and got it done. Um, On Saturday, um, I was kind of hoping it would warm up a little bit, but it didn't. Mm -hmm. We had about 25-mile-an-hour wind gusts. I don't mind the cold, but that wind would have been brutal just cutting through. So actual temperature is about 30-some degrees, which is fine for me running, but that wind just was a no-go for me. So I did my six miles walking on the treadmill watching some football games. So could have been worse made the time go a little easier on a treadmill mm-hmm. that way, so. but I got mine in this week. So Merlesa, what events are you doing this trip? What's your
1: plan?
3: So I'm doing the 10 K and the half. So I had a very, I think, interesting journey with running. Uh, so I like got, you know, initially, like, I, I think you guys know this a bit, but I got like really into running uh, during the height of the, um, the start of the pandemic, and so like early 2020, because I was just kind of casually into it before, and then that inspired me to train for my first 10K, which was just a virtual race, but I got a Wonder Woman medal, which was wonderful, because who doesn't want a nice Wonder Woman medal? Right. So I decided to train for um, a half that I did in New York City, and then my first proper run Disney half was <clears throat> this past January. And so I just really like fell in love with running, you know, for the physical aspects, the mental and emotional, I think even more so as we can all relate to, right. Like just the Mm -hmm. the runner's high and just how empowering it really, really feels. And then, but my training, uh, which hopefully this could help some listeners or they can relate to um, is that my training this, this year has not been fully as planned. And that also over the last few years, I've kind of, been dealing with some, you know, chronic health issues like vertigo attacks, um, which for me are, are essentially a form of, mi- of migraines, um, mm-hmm. and some other issues. But a lot of very complicated journey that I won't fully get into. But of just, you know, for the sense of time. But not that I don't mind sharing. But that, you know, just really trying to find like what's going to help. And I, I really like running. Really kind of kept me going through all that. But at the same time. The last few months, especially as I was really kind of exploring like, okay, like what is going to help me? What's going to not? And I was just realizing that, you know, some of the physical aspects of what was going on with me, um, like some upper, upper back, back, like kind of um, if, if any of you are you know familiar with like how trigger points work in the body and if they're like too tight and how that affects things. So it was, a lot of it was kind of coming from that, like those trigger point issues. So it was, I was very resistant to it at first but you know um a specialist or two i was working with were really encouraging me to like please take a break from from running just to like reassess you know because i mean i was also honestly concerned about my form because um i knew i was kind of pulling a little too much from my upper back and not enough from my um from my core my glutes uh, so also take that as a warning, listeners, to make sure that you are working on your running form, because that is very important. Um, so I've been kind of for the last um, more than a couple months, actually, um, kind of had to take a break from running. Um, and the the good side and the bad side has been that it's been helpful. Um, I've been doing other things in conjunction, like acupuncture has been really great for me and some other migraine uh, techniques. And this has been my best fall since having these issues. And it's been amazing because vertigo is really, really terrible. Do not recommend uh, mm. anyone that has ever had it. Um, always open to talk about it. But um, but yeah, so so. but with that in mind, it was obviously, you know, very difficult to think, oh, no, I can't run. And and I think I think a lot of us as runners kind of deal with this kind of anxiety at times where if we have to take a break, regardless of what the reason is, mm-hmm. like if it's a, you know, you break your leg, that's pretty of a clean cut. OK, I get it. Yeah. But if it's a different type of health issue, sometimes there's this there can be more of a mental block that certainly I dealt with of how like, oh, like, am I still a real runner if I have to take? Mm-hmm couple months, a few months off. Right. And the answer is yes, of course, of course you are. Because, you know, if you think of being a runner as you're as several decades or even a few years of your life, I mean, most runners, if not all have to take at some point a stretch of time off and I, and you're still very much a runner. But I really I really struggle with that. I really struggle with, oh, no, I'm not really a runner if I'm not running. Um, I, I'm just looking at my running clothes and I'm not not using them as much or if I'm using them, I'm using them for walking. Um. And even like within that time of that break, I had like a 5k race up in New York City. And that was actually a big turning point for me because I I walked it the entire time. And it wasn't really timed, but I'm blanking on the exact number, the the exact time. But my time was, I want to say, around like 13 minutes and change, like per, you know, pace per mile. And I just thought, Wow, I mean, which helps, you know, when you live in New York City and you're used to dodging crowds and moving <laughs> in and out at the New York walking pace. I didn't, I wasn't aware I was walking that fast. I was not tracking it. It was just once I got my final, you know, results, um, and I thought um, because obviously, in addition to worrying that oh no, I'm not a real runner if I'm taking this break, I was also worried about about Disney, right? This coming January, I was worried that okay, I don't want the balloon ladies to you know come and get me. I feel pretty good about like I, I guess I could walk the 10k if I really have to, but I don't know if I do this for the half. But I don't know, and the, and I think just doing that 5k race where when I wasn't even really thinking about it, like again, I wasn't trying to walk particularly fast. I was just enjoying the race atmosphere. Um, it was a color run, so maybe that helps. It was fun. Which and Disney races are also fun, so I like to think there's a parallel there. Um, so. And I I thought, wow, like if I kind of walked this, and I know it's like just a 5K, which, you know, I I shouldn't say that. None of us runners should say that, right? We don't want to say just a 5K. They're they're all important. Right. But but knowing that I was able to complete a 5K just with walking and that it was a pretty, you know, decently fast pace for walking, it made me feel good that, okay, if I'm actually then training with miles in a non-running way, you know, um, to, to supplement. Maybe if I, if instead of being upset that I can't run and I just try to find other ways to supplement those miles, then I can hopefully do this. So, so what I have been focusing on is, you know, I've been getting back into some like strength training. Um, and I've been doing a lot of cycle bar, uh, which is, you know, kind of a, a nice way to get a lot of miles in without being strenuous on my upper back or neck. Um, And just, you know, doing a lot of what I've, you know, been calling, you know, deliberate walking because, again, in New York, walk a lot. But to, like, take the time to actually be, okay, this is – I'm walking this amount of miles or whatever. So, like, this week alone, um, I had, like, a really great week because, you know, it can be easy to have an off week or whatever. But this week had a couple cycle bar classes and walked five miles yesterday, did a couple strength trainings. So so I'm feeling pretty good about that. And um, I still think I have some – worries about how January will actually go, but I am just you know being as positive as I can and knowing that I'm doing what I can. and I, I think I feel finally better than I did like a couple months ago or so about the am I a runner question? Right I think
0: the big benefit to you is going down there in January. You've done it last year.
2: You mm-hmm. know what it
0: takes, you know what it you need to get through it. It's not gonna be a first time event for you. So you kind of can understand where your body is now heading into January and think, okay, I'm more comfortable this year than I was last year if I would have been in the same spot. Yeah. I, I think of a big mental side of that
4: too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you give some great advice uh, or less. So when you say just give yourself a break and yes, you're a runner. If you're a, you know, walk, run, Interval runner, you're a runner. If you're a walker, you're a runner. I mean, you're out there doing more than the people that's sitting on the sofa, right? So when you have an injury like that, and that's pretty serious. I've had vertigo once, and it it was due to something in my ear, and I felt horrible until it kind of passed, right? And then it's like, oh, okay, I'm I'm good. So the fact that you had to battle that, and yet you still um, came through on the other side, that's pretty good. So congrats to you for that.
2: Yeah, you know, that, that brings up, I wrote some notes as you were talking, and I wanted to ask you, um, y- you know, you said you didn't mind talking about it, you didn't want to go into too much detail, and I'm not asking for necessarily detail, but, but you said something about it, you know, um, continue to run, um, to, to kind of keep you going. I want to hear more about that. Why? Why not just take off, you know, if you're feeling bad? Why, what's the purpose for you? What does it do for you to keep going, to keep running, to keep doing something?
3: right so so that's a great question so i would say like and i think both sides are valid right so it's kind of funny that like now november 2022 i'm like okay i'm not running right now to help myself but i would Mm -hmm. say 2020 2021 while i was really dealing with um the symptoms being very intense Mm -hmm. and for me um the, the migraine vertigo, you know, the biggest trigger is the shifts in barometric pressure. So like to put it in perspective of how far I've come, like this November has been, knock on wood, everybody, if you have it in front of you, has been really great for me. But this time last year, November was about a dozen plus intense vertigo attacks. And I actually ran my very first half marathon days after a really bad vertigo attacks. So I kind of went into that my very first half Mm-hmm. not knowing like oh, it was something gonna happen and I didn't have the tools that I have now. But I think, um, yeah, I think um I would say like I credit the the desire to keep going to like I I am a very goal-oriented person. I'm I, I really like having something specific to work to, which is why I think running in general appeals to me because it's very much like, okay, your goal for the day is to whether it's you know, you're completing 40 minutes outside, or you have a specific. This is my first half, or this is my first 10 mile run, or first three mile run, whatever it might be. So I think that was like having that kind of routine was very helpful because I, I, I you know, while I'm on the break now, I do normally do the the Jeff Galloway three times a week um, run walk method, which I, I really think honestly, like I don't know if I ever would have really gotten into running as much as I have without that because I always mm-hmm. had for several, several years, um, that idea that, oh, like, I'm not a runner, I'd be so slow. But I think as as has been the case with a lot of people, the run walk method made me faster, it made me, you know, feel mm-hmm. more empowered. Um, so I think it's, I think it's a being like that goal oriented personality. But the other thing was that, honestly, I really felt like it gave me a sense that there was something in my life that I could kind of control that was going on in my body in a positive way, because while I was kind Mm -hmm. of still navigating dozens of doctors visits, dozens of visits, a lot of unanswered questions, a lot of confusion. And, you know, it's obviously really empowering now to have the clarity I do. But at the time it was, okay, I don't yet have the answers of like I, I didn't know at the time even that oh barometric pressure is a major trigger. I didn't know at the time that it was a form of migraine. I didn't know about the trigger point like all the stuff that I've learned since that has really helped me. I didn't know that. But I was like, okay, I know that I can do my best to still get out there and run. Even if it's, you know, like my 2021 pace I think was slower than my 2020 pace on Runkeeper. So even if it's slower, even if I have to, like, sometimes cut runs short. I'm still going out there. And I think – and this is just something I like to believe in general. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm perfect at it, but I think that when any of us are going through something really difficult, um, you know, if it's a health issue or if it's a personal family loss or whatever – And, you know, those are those things you can't control. But if you can find something positive in your life that you can consistently do and have that sense of, you know, I mean, I think like having control over something can be have a bad connotation, but I really mean it in the positive sense of like, yeah, like, yeah, like have control over your exercise routine over or your your TV watching routine, like really anything that is bringing you a sense of like calmness and joy, I think is really important. So that's so, my long-winded way of saying that goal-oriented and having that sense of like positive control and consistency. Yeah.
1: That just you, that just made me think about how you've gotten to cycle bar and how you got into that and um, that to me seems like a fantastic pivot. I know um there there are other runners when they're injured maybe they go to aqua psych- running or they bike um or they go to some sort of other thing so how did you get to cycle bar and how do you think that's been helping you prepare for to stay with your fitness goals and and moving forward for these races so i got
3: to cycle bar because i was trying to think of okay like, I do use the um, the Sweat app, which is an app for, just like, a lot of, you know, various workouts and stuff, like, like, yoga, hit such. But in addition to, you know, not running right now, I was also like, okay, I don't want to do, like, intense jumping exercises. I was trying to think, what what is an exercise class that I can do that doesn't involve a lot of jumping? So you mentioned Orange Theory earlier. I've always been intrigued by it, but I kind of crossed that out in my head because just – you know, the intensity of like running back and forth. And I, I know that they would be understanding, but I didn't want to feel that, oh, I'm going to do Orange Theory and I can't fully do it. Um And so I, I just, you know, kind of thought of cycling as a good, as a good thing. And cycle bar kind of just appealed to me based on the way, I don't know, I mean, based on their locations, based on the price point was pretty good. And I liked how it was still a mix of some strength training. Like there was like a Uh, five, 10 minutes or so of the class where you are doing some like upper body trying to like mimic this, but it's actually much harder than it looks because you have this like bar and it's kind of similar to bar with two R's where it's like the repetitive motion. So it really gets your, you know, your smaller muscles going. Um, But you're doing those like miles and it's just this very like intense thing. You're still um, ramping up the resistance. And I do feel like it's really helped some of the issues I was having with like, feeling like my glutes and my core weren't as strong um, as a runner because I think for me at least having this time period where I'm like on a bike and I have an instructor very specifically talking to me about my posture, it's like kind of forced me to really make sure I'm zoning in my core and zoning in on the glutes. And also at home, I've been doing some glute drinks, you know, training. So so I feel like while not literally running, I'm trying to mm-hmm. a, still get the miles in with cycling and also walking, but also trying to work on, you know, some of those weaker muscle points that when I am starting, when I'm able to start, you know, really running again, I, I can hopefully be in a better shape also with my, with my form and that it can kind of be more of a muscle memory thing.
0: So, so, go ahead, go ahead. so, yeah, so how
1: do you, so Translate that into your, um, you're doing so the 10K and the half. So that's a back-to-back. Um, so that's the Friday and the Saturday races. So how do you think, um, how are you feeling about them? And um, how excited, you know, what, what's going on in your brain and coming up with these upcoming January races?
3: So I'm really excited to see all of my friends. I'm really excited to see Number one them.
1: answer. Yes, absolutely.
3: <laughs> that's the number one thing. Um, <laughs> but... I feel that what's funny is that I I kind of, I feel like I was, maybe it's because I was actively consistently doing the three days a week Galloway every week didn't take really any breaks last year. I was more consistently aware of that date. So I don't want to say I'm forgetting about the race, but kind of like there'll be like a few days or weeks go by, we're like, oh, that's right. I'm running a half. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I know like with, with you guys doing dopey, like how could you not forget it? Right. Like you're doing like, like, I think you guys have the, the mock dopey coming up soon in your schedule and like, it's like right there and it's like, so there. And, but then when I think about it, I will say with the 10K, I'm not really nervous at all. Cause I know, I mean, I know I can, if nothing else, walk that if I need to, or want yeah. to, um I definitely plan on running at least some of it for sure. Um but the half but yeah, I mean the half can like feel massive, right? And I think it's it's what you said Jeff also is really helping the fact that I've done it before and I I I know the the course and also um and also what's interesting is that I think what also helped about January was um that when i did the half i i have like a sense of what my expected time was and the final my final time ended up being slower because like so um and i was running specifically with our friend um joe ficus and also um jacqueline who's also um a member of the you know the the Bear guest lizards and so um, I, I think it just like, because of like a mixture of bathroom breaks and stopping for pictures and whatever, like, it's not like, oh, we were running extra slow or whatever. And that giant hill that comes up in the half, I'm like, Joe, I'm not running this hill. Just <laughs> walk the whole hill. Um, but, and I, so it ended up being like a few minutes slower. And the reason I bring that up is because I looked at it when I looked at the pace, I was like, well, hmm, like, because they have it that, you know, you're, if you're not running at least, I think it's like the, the 16 minute or the 15 minute or whatever. But a lot of people end up finishing these races technically with a slower pace than that. It's really just are you consistently doing the race? Are you doing the miles? Are you staying away from the balloon lady? So having that is also helpful, like knowing that okay, I did even when I was like really trained. I technically ended up finishing this race slower than expected, for good reasons. Again, yeah. taking pictures, having fun, bathroom breaks are also important if you need them. So, so that's also helping. That I think I can do it. I mean, maybe when it gets closer, or maybe the night before, I'll wake up and scream or something. Who's to say? Yeah. But, but right now I'm kind of calm about it.
4: That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I think a so
0: lot. Right
4: oh, good. Last
0: year was your first run Disney event, right, Marlesa?
3: Yeah, first in person one, because I mean, it would have been a couple years before, but obviously got, you know, that one got canceled. So I had done the virtual 5Ks, but that was the first in person, which is crazy because I feel that I've been part of like run Disney community for for years and the friends for years. But yeah, I mean, it's that was my first in person one.
0: So what about that drew you back to wanting to come down down and do it again? So something had to bring you into doing the 10K and a half this year from just a half last year.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think it's that, I mean, it's really just, like, the bug that that hit me of the whole experience of, I mean, the, the friends, again, are, like, first and foremost. Like, there's something incredibly special about having, I think, this, like, a, a, the type of community of, like, friends that I've, like, made through Run Disney, which, again, you told me. A decade—I won't say a decade ago, but even just a few years ago—that oh, you're going to make a bunch of friends through running. I would say, well, first of all, why am I running? <laughs> why am I running? Um, who's chasing me? Somebody's yeah,
1: yeah, chasing that's Not only running, Marlesa, but friends you're going to meet through the internet. Yeah, <laughs> like that's that's even scarier. I think like that's the part that always like, what in the world am I doing? I'm meeting these friends, these friends yeah. people all over the country. I'll be honest, friends. that part wasn't scary. I
3: I have a friend that I initially liked. she's still one of my best friends. We initially met because we were both front, huge fans of Hayden Christensen online. So that that is so so, so that part wasn't
2: I hate I, sand.
1: I'm
3: still am <laughs> hey, I'm still a big Hayden fan. I'll defend him any day. I
2: am too. I like him.
3: Anytime. Anytime. Everyone watch Shattered Glass. He's great in that. It's not the dialogue in Star Wars is involved. Anyway, anyway, um But yeah i think it was just like the whole experience like i mean some of it is a little feels a little cliche to say but obviously you know for the half the feeling of you know running down main street and the sun isn't up yet and seeing all the all the characters and just like they just I don't know, there's just something really powerful about that. And having that love for Disney, and also the accomplishment of the run. But it's really like, I think, I think it's the community that's, that's so great, because there's no,
1: mm-hmm.
3: uh, like, when I'm like, kind of by myself, like for, you know, at home, I really like walking there when I was, you know, running or, um, by myself. Like, I, I mean, there are people I know that are also runners that live Near me, but I'm like I don't want to deal with that. I just want to listen to my podcasts or my music. And but I really loved you know running with people down Disney, and that's an amazing experience too. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I just think there's something very, very special about it. That even like the other races I've done, it it doesn't it doesn't compare. Um, There's something very unique about it, and I'm just excited to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: All right, Jody, your turn. We all you're
1: going to um, my, my favorite question to costume or not to costume, where do you fall in the spectrum?
3: Okay. So um, I usually fall closer to not to costume. But when I did like my color run 5K, I technically wore my costume. There's like a whole tutu unicorn type thing going on. Um this coming year I'll probably do a bit of a group costume for at least one of the races. Don't want to spoil what that is. But I think like for the longer races, I just like for the half, like every half I've done, I'm just I just my number one priority is like candidly really, like I want to be as comfortable as possible. I want to make sure I'm not sweat in any, I mean, I'm going to sweat a lot, right? Let's I'm not chafing anywhere. I want to make sure that these are leggings that I've worn multiple times. I want to make sure it matches somewhat for the camera. Like that's my priority. I have so much respect for the people that go out out. Like I'll pick on Joe again, like all four races for dopey. That's a lot. I mean, I don't, the people that hold things while they're running. I mean, I can, I sometimes, you know, will run with a water bottle and even that kind of bugs me, but I yeah. want to, my water but i just yeah it just seems like a lot for me. like i would rather just have you know a nice um a nice comfortable shirt and leggings or what have you i think
2: i end up carrying lonnie for every race and that's just i mean that's enough to carry that, you know that's I mean?
4: his own whole thing yeah. <laughs> i mean but i'm not heavy i'm his brother
2: he's not <laughs> heavy. he's
4: my brother <laughs> you too wow <laughs> Marla is "Like, why did I sign up when Dean and Lana is on here? I should have waited till somebody else was
2: on." Here. Hey, hey, can I go on? Can, can I? Can, I know we don't ever do this, but can I um, take this off on a tangent?
1: oh I mean, you never do this sure
2: can never.
3: i if i can also rant about Hayden christensen why he's great no it's fine I
2: won't do that. <laughs> so i wasn't making fun i want you to know so we're huge star wars fans here so um i have no hate for anything star wars um i people hate on prequels i don't uh, I, I was happy to have them i'm happy to have any star wars content and i love it some is better than others i love it all though uh, and hayden christensen was awesome in kenobi amazing
3: fantastic
2: um this has got nothing to do with star wars though you mentioned (laughs) runner's high and i'm just curious i would love to hear each of your perspectives on this runner's high people speak of tell me what it what that's like for you and uh, i mean do you experience it and what you know what what is it like for you
0: well i guess i'll start with that i won't kind of go around the horn Mm -hmm. um i don't have any idea what that means all i feel is pain
2: (laughs) 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 so okay (laughs) so that's that's the reason i asked it because i've heard this my whole you know i I didn't start i always hated running it growing up i you know my story is that i was 35 years old before i ever ran five miles and then the only reason i ever ran any further than that was that um this you know gentleman um and i don't know where he's on your screen but he's in dead middle at the top of my screen uh called me and you know said hey let's go run these races and i'm like dude what are you talking you don't even run and talk to me into, you know, these stupid Disney races. I joke. They're not stupid. They're great. They're great fun. I'm glad I do this. Um, but I don't I don't experience a high. Um, I have at times felt really good. And I'll joke and say, you know, it rained. It was 60 degrees. I, I was going to go six. I ended up going 10. I never felt a high, though. And maybe, maybe, maybe I'm feeling what people feel as a high. But to me, it's just it's pretty good. It's better than terrible. You know, it made me want to go farther. Enjoyed it. I generally feel really good afterwards. I'm glad that I did. A sense of accomplishment, all that kind of stuff. But I personally don't think that I experienced that runner's high. I could be wrong.
3: This is a great topic. I'm glad you brought up. Um, so, so, so because I brought it up, I, I, I do experience the runner's high all the time. Mm-hmm. And I will say that it's the same feeling I now get like post cycle bar. So, so the way I would describe it is. So I will say that I've never necessarily had the feeling mid-run that you kind of talked about. Like if mm-hmm. I am planning on, like maybe if I'm planning on three miles, I might do four. But I've never mm-hmm. had a I'm planning on six, I might do ten. Like I've never gone, I've never like I've never gone maybe beyond an extra mile or two. But it's something about once the <clears> run is done and I'm either walking back home or after a race, it just I just feel like, I don't know, alpha Marlesa. I feel like the most powerful (laughs) version of myself. I feel just so, yeah, energized, like even if, because I also, I mean, I, you know, normally prefer like when I'm running like morning runs, but I would say that especially, you know, you just like depending on like schedules, like there have been times where I would do like a midday, like if I was working from home, a midday afternoon break Run or an evening run, so we can switch it up. So, but I, I, if it's a morning run, I prefer to run on an empty stomach and before my coffee. So it was. So maybe that's also partly why I noticed such a stark difference. That if I'm going out at you know really early in the morning, no coffee yet, no food. I'm like, oh my gosh, and why am I doing this again? And then afterwards, I'm just so incredibly happy and energized even without the coffee. So it's, I don't know, it, it's a very great feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, but
4: yeah. Yeah. You know, I think for me, Jean, that is a good question. You know, you go back and you look at it. And I remember doing some research when we signed up for Dopey. And it said 0.01% of the population has done a marathon, right? So you take that and you just say, okay, for Dopey, it's even less than that, right? And it's not as much as, because there's pain, Right. But when you finish, I just feel a sense of accomplishment. Yeah. It's something I can say I've done that, you know, I challenged myself and I was able to, you know, complete it and do it. Um, and, you know, so the high for me is just saying, <laughs> hey, you know what? You trained for something. You are able to do it. You are stuck in there with it and it's done. Right. So and I, and I find that after every marathon, I mean, usually, like you said, I might limp to the <laughs> to the bus or whatever. I mean, after I first run, you remember, we couldn't even you know, we struggled to get on the bus, right? But before we- <laughs> Some old ladies I
2: mean, helped us on the bus. I mean, if, you know.
4: Jean's right. Some old ladies like, go ahead, baby, you can go. And I'm like, yeah, I want- <laughs> You can <laughs> you do know. it. You can I'm do a, it. I just, I just finished the half and she's like, good for you. But, you know, so you get on there. And then before we was even off the bus, I, you know, I was already saying, hey, I'm gonna sign up for the, you know, for the light side challenge uh, and for wine and dine. So before I even got off the bus, I already had in my mind the two next races. And it's because, you know, and you know how it is—you sign up for something, you do it, and you're like, "This is—I'm a one and done." Mm-hmm. But you're not. Never think, doing this again. Yeah, that's the runner's high. Like, you know what? I got to do this again, and that's just yeah. how I think about it. And I think I'll
3: just like to not to—I want I want Jody to go first, but just I don't want to. It's one thing that um, I think it's also, you know, like while I was saying earlier, like, oh, like am I like not a runner anymore? It was also like it wasn't even so much like it was that right, but it was also the fact that. Every time I'm out and I see someone run while on this break, I'm jealous. But it's interesting. It's like I kind of like miss the feeling because like I'm not getting that. So it's just kind of knowing that, oh I miss that feeling the pain
4: and all that. You're giving them salty looks, you're like.
3: Yes, like who do you think you are running you know, I you're can't Running in front of
4: me. You know, I can't. What yeah. about you, Jody?
1: Um Yeah, I I think I get the runner's high after races, in particular races that I feel good about, that I feel like I've really accomplished something. But then I also feel like the runner's downs. So maybe a week or so after a race when I was like, that was so awesome. And now I'm just back at training runs. You know, like I kind of also have that, 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 like, yeah, we won the championship. And now we don't have another game for another three months or whatever. Like
2: Alexander the Great after he conquered the world, he got depressed because there was nothing left to conquer.
1: Yeah. And I, it maybe back to my like sport. You know, I played a lot of sports and games and stuff. And so we had, like after the end of the season, you would just feel great. And then it'd be such a long time before you competed again. I don't know. But um, I don't, I certainly don't feel a runner's high every single time I go out and run. I can absolutely guarantee you that. But I will say there are times that I come out of Orange Theory and I'm like, whew, damn, that was good. Like, I just feel like I can take on the universe today. Um, but I think it's, the endor- like, I, I'm also the same as you. I like to run in the morning and I like to get up and get my day started that way. I kind of get my blood moving. My, it, it just puts me in the right mood in the beginning. If I wait too long in the day, then I don't know. I've, I've had food in me and I'm lazier and I don't feel like doing it. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, I certainly don't have it every time though. That's, that's without a doubt. It's not every
2: time. Thanks for playing, everybody. Thank you, Gene. <laughs> That's I question. mean, we
3: did write Gene a story called Chasing the Runner's High
2: because so, he's yeah. going to try
3: to experience this now.
2: Maybe. Well, so, but I, I do experience what you guys are talking about. It's just not the way I've always heard it described. It's like, as you're running, sort of this euphoria. and like, I, I may or may not have ever experienced anything that, you know, any, any anything that I've been, you know, that I've, some kind of euphoria, but I don't experience that when I'm running. Okay, <laughs>
1: euphoria was mile 19 sponge at yeah. the marathon. That was euphoria. That was like the gift of the gods gave you the sponge mm-hmm. to get cooled off at mile 19. That was that was euphoria. Yeah.
2: Right. Did we? we not the
1: bacon. It. Not the bacon, Jeff. Don't talk about the bacon.
0: We didn't and get not, sponges, we just got really thick slices of cheese, wasn't it? And
4: and not the Milky Ways. The no Milky chewy. Ways was not Euphoria either. No. those are the devil.
0: How are you supposed to chew caramel that is frozen at mile twenty something? Come
4: on. No, you know, man. Not frozen you know. caramel. Oh. oh, it was not hard. at mile
0: twenty something. Okay. <sighs> so <laughs> getting the train back on the tracks, Gene. Um, <laughs>
2: Thanks guys. I'm sorry,
0: Teddy is a little. Yeah, what's
4: uh, wrong with Teddy, man? Teddy is going. I have no well, idea. Here, let me let me help you out.
0: I I, I got him. Oh, no worries. You got him. Okay. Uh, Don't
4: unmute um, him. Don't unmute him ever. <laughs> That's <no laughs> uh-huh. okay, Jean. yeah, Gene. Good point. <laughs> Great
1: insight, <Jean>. Gene. <laughs>
0: yeah. So Jody, let's look at the next week coming up here. What do we okay, got for week so, two? Week this 22. is a big one
1: this is happy Thanksgiving week, everybody. This is uh, make sure you enjoy your turkey because you're about to go off and, uh, and get some miles in this week. So there are the normal, regular two 45-minute uh, training ro- runs. And then there's a four-mile walk and a 10-mile walk and 23 miles so that's a lot, my friends. That's a lot. That's one, two, three, four, five. That's five things on our calendar to do this week. And for some of us, host and cook Thanksgiving. So a lot. it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Week 22 is all about the fun.
0: And it's only six weeks left.
3: We have we six go. training
0: weeks. Oh, left.
3: now, now I'm going to start stressing about the half because I was like, oh. You're welcome. <laughs> oh,
0: 60. So oh, anybody else hard. have questions for Marlaca <laughs> Mar- before we hop off here for the evening? Anybody else have anything?
1: Well, Marlaca, I think you just, you know, I, I, I'm glad you told us your story and talked about your perspective because we're going to be no less excited to see you at the start and the finish line, right? So your journey has been different. You're not necessarily looking at the same plan and checking off the same boxes and saying, this is how I'm getting there, but you're getting there and you're going to put one foot forward in front of the next and you're going to be there at the start and the finish line. And we're going to be excited to see you and celebrate with you. And um, I mean, that's what it's all about. No matter what you have to do to get there, we, we all get there. We get to spend time together and, and enjoy the friendship. So Thanks for telling us all about your journey. Cause it's, I like your perspective on it and your, the uniqueness Absolutely. of it. It's, it's, I appreciate it. Yes.
3: Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I
1: loved being Thank on you
3: so much.
0: with you guys. And that's the thing. I mean, we've said this how many times in the last few weeks that you won't get through this training cycle unscathed. I mean, this is six months of training, 28 weeks. You're going to have ups and downs in life. You're going to have injuries. You're going to have things. It's just reevaluate, readjust, plug through and see what you do and, when you get there, the friends will get you across the finish line. So, but well, if nobody else has anything to add here tonight, um, on behalf of the Ducks, we appreciate you coming on, Marlesa, and talking with us and giving us your perspective and telling your story about things. And everybody, remember that forward is a pace. Have a good day, everybody.
1: Thanks, everyone.
3: Good night, everybody. Good night. Good
2: night. Thank you. Ha! I unmuted myself.
3: How you <laughs>